and we're back man time flies right seems like we were just here a year ago not the exact timing but the same month a year ago releasing insights prophecies and revelations for 2021 and now we're here insights prophecies revelations for 2022 so if you're new here and you haven't been following me you're a recent listener and or viewer every year or at least until holy spirit says stop or i don't have anything to share or put out there i have released insights prophecies and revelations for the year in 2020 january 1st i released it for the decade until 2029 and then also something specifically for 2020 so this year as similar to in 2021 For 2022, I said it was going to be interesting in 2021. Well, it's also going to be interesting in 2022. And it might be in 2023, 2024, whatever. We let Holy Spirit rule and reign and we let Holy Spirit be loosed here. So it is whatever he is putting out and releasing to put out in the atmosphere on your behalf and for your learning. This first episode is just on insights, but before I get into that, a few things I want to explain that are new here besides the Spotify being added or the Spotify exclusives, if you will. There are the breakouts or the sessions, if you will, the the breakups, let's say that. So I realized that 2020's insights, revelations and prophecies were way too long it was almost two hours, and that's probably not idealistic for idealistic for a podcast episode. It needs to be shorter for various reasons. So what I did in 2021 is I did three separate episodes. I did one for insights, one for prophecies, and one for revelations. Now this year, what will happen is it will follow 2021 in that there will be episodes that are titled insights, prophecies, and revelations specifically geared towards those, but they're also going to be sessions, excuse me, specified within the main topics of insights, revelations, and prophecies. So just make sure you hit the notification button and you stay tuned or you get what you need to get. How about that? You just get what you need to get, jump right on in and jump right out when you need to, as you are led and come back when you need to come back. So as I said earlier, This year is interesting as I perceive it to be a blend of the Son and of the Spirit of God. We're going to hear, H-E-A-R, the Son, and we're going to see the Spirit. That's important. So if you were following me, you heard me say 2021 was primarily represented of Father, Aleph. Aleph is silent, but you cannot separate Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are three in one. So we were going to see Father, excuse me, Son, and Holy Spirit in 2021 as well, but primarily Father. Well, in 2022, we're going to see dominant Son and Holy Spirit But I have an inkling it's going to be a lot of Holy Spirit and it's Elohim. We're going to experience them all. It's the father's house. It's the son's 
S-O-N, not S-U-N, Yeshua's kingdom. And it's the spirit's activity or the hovering and the moving in the earth. So Holy Spirit is God in you. If you are saved, blood bought, and you've confessed Yeshua as the son of God, Yahweh, and the son of man who came, holy, immaculate conception into a virgin, you are filled with Holy Spirit. He lives in you. He's alive and active in you. Yahweh in heaven, Father, is Holy Spirit active in the earth. I had a college pastor once say, it's about a king and his kingdom. It's not about you. And she wasn't directly saying that to me. She was saying it to the congregation, but I was a part of the congregation. So it was to me, it was to all of us. And I'm saying it to you. It's about Yeshua and his kingdom. It's not about you. So we are building his kingdom, but we are helping him build his kingdom. Do you understand that? It is by his command. It is by his behest. It's kings who give decrees and who give orders and who make commands. They are the builders and they enlist those in their kingdom. And since we're talking about one king, Yeshua, it is he who enlists us to partner with him to go on his behalf, just as he did for his father. He was about his father's business. He was an emissary or servant in church jargon in our language. We are his servants. It is his kingdom. It's about his kingdom. So we have to understand that. And it's about the father's house this year. Genesis 1-1 is very important. So the history of the father in and the son. Now, before I get into that, I do have to give this highlight and overarching thing. I highly sense this year that there's going to be a purity of the prophetic. So I talked about not so much the sanctification of the prophetic, specifically prophets in 2021, I talked about a re-emerging and a new or a rebuilding, if you will, in 2021 of the prophets, the prophet mantle and the prophet platform, because God was doing some reconstruction. Well, in 2022, what I'm sensing is that there's going to be such purity with the prophetic, and it's not just about prophets. It's going to be about all those who prophesy, but it's going to specifically be about prophets. So let's go back to what I said about a minute ago. We're going to hear the sun and we're going to see the spirit. I'm going to get into that a little bit later of what that might look like and how it might play out. But I feel that we should anticipate our hearts to be purified and sanctified where the rubber meets the road. And it did that in 2021. And I prophesied about 2021 being, I gave a specific scripture about that as well. It was going to be a tough year because either way, how we interpret it, God was going to put something on us and have us walk through some things to get us out of some things and cause us to realize some things. And this, this was the true people. This was the, the remnant people. And again, I have a scripture on that. I'm not going to delve into that. Go back and listen to it. It's back in December of 2020 when I released the word for 2021. And when I think about purity of the prophetic, of course, Samuel, the prophet priest come to mind. Now, let me be clear on what 
I gleaned from this. There's only one Samuel. There's never going to be another Samuel. There has never been another Samuel. So I don't jump on the bandwagon that you are a Samuel or you are an Elijah or you are a Paul or you are an Esther or a Miriam or a Moses. You are you. They were them. Capiche? There's one of them. There's one of you. All unique. There are similarities, but there's nothing the same. You are you and they were them. So I'm I'm sensing a similarity of what happened during the time of Samuel, how there was such purity that Samuel exuded and exhibited. And first, it was just his character nature. So character is also being extended, not just from 2021, but also 2020, where we will we were met with some things regarding our character. If we allowed ourselves to come face to face with the holy God and then 2021 God said okay so 2020 wasn't enough for you and you you're still not realizing it well let me try to get you again in 2021 so it was another wake-up call listen he starts with his people first always that this is biblical Genesis to Revelation he starts with his people's first he's giving a clarion call to his people first before there is a dispensing and a release into the nations Please hear me on that. You don't want to miss the calling to the people first. Hear me. And that of that, I am sure you don't want to miss that. You don't want to be in that mix. And the prophet priest Samuel did so much. He inaugurated a new regime of not just prophecy, but leadership as well, because leadership tanked during that time and there had not been a prophet since Moses and God raised up Samuel. And you know what the word says about Samuel, that it was the spirit of God. It was God in the earth as spirit who caused Samuel's word not to fall to the ground. None of them were perverted. None of them were twisted. None of them were of the flesh. None of them were half-truths or misconceptions or perverted or filled with strange fire. They were all Holy Spirit. The Ruach HaKodesh, they were born of the Spirit and they were heavenly. That is the caliber and the level of purity I am sensing about prophets and the prophetic in 2022 and even beyond. But there's a price to pay. You see, Samuel paid a price first being a priest, a minister before the father and worshiping and making a place for the father in the earth realm so that he can posture himself one day before the people and lead them properly. I think we got it backwards. We want to start out prophesying first before we actually go into our prayer closets and minister to the father. And this is not a word for everybody. Now, this word that I'm about to say is to the other part. I think what has happened to so many other people is that we have gotten so used to prophesying because we feel like we've graduated, we've gotten certifications, we've gotten degrees, we're over that. Well, you never get over being a priest. You never get over going into your prayer closet. You never get over those moments of humility, those at firsts, those building blocks, the foundations. You'd never get over that. So God is calling and causing us to rehearse the things 
at the beginning. 2022 is really about the beginning. Remember, I said Genesis 1-1, which we're about to get into in one second. Now, the last thing I'll say about Samuel is I have a very lengthy episode that I did in 2020. It is called Prophetic Perspectives. And it talks about, it's the first episode I did on Prophetic Perspectives. And it's talking about the voice of Yah through Psalms 93 and 94. And it's basically, what is God saying? What is he doing? Everything's shut down. It seems like no one's getting it right. Nobody knows what he's saying. God is silent. Well, there are biblical accounts where it seems in history that God was silent. And we can glean at those moments of what might have been occurring and taking place in 2020, what God was doing. And I brought up Samuel and you want to go back and listen to the story of Samuel, what was going on with that, because it will tie in. So Genesis 1-1, the history of the father and the son in the beginning. That's it. In the beginning. In the beginning, a key word is brachette. Now, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but we're going to go with it. It's a Hebrew word. And that word can be viewed and interpreted in so many ways. Now, I have to be an educator here, excuse me, because I am a teacher and I am also a prophet. And it's not the same. They're two different things. We will hear the son and we will see the spirit in 2022. Remember that. So as a teacher, as an educator, that's what I do. That's my job. I, I have to teach this thing out. So a lot of people, it's become the popular thing to do to look at the Hebrew language and understand and interpret what God might be saying and more power to all of you. Look, that's what I'm doing right now. Now, I give credit where credit is due. I am thankful for Chuck Pierce. I am thankful for Glory of Zion. I learned this method from Chuck Pierce years and years ago. This is not anything new, but I saw people start to get invested in this maybe a few years ago, like around 2018, 2019, and it just has blown up. And what I discovered when I, when Holy Spirit visited me in my cubicle in 2019 and gave me the blueprint of what I was supposed to prophesy about on January 1st, 2020, I understood that when you are looking at Hebrew, you can go in so many different ways. It's just like our English. It's just like any word, any language, excuse me. You can interpret so many different things because words have many meanings. Words have synonyms. They can mean anything. So when it, in regards to Hebrew language and in regards to the word of God, we must understand what is it exactly that he's saying with this? You see, we can't go on rabbit trails and loops and hoops and bounds because that's distraction. And that's exactly what the kingdom of darkness wants. Distraction. It's all good. It's good stuff. Hey, it's truth even. Look at this. It's dangly and flashy and dazzling. But is that really what God is saying? You see, that's where we've gotten tripped up so much, especially here in the United States of America with prophecy. But, oh, God is bringing such purity. There is a reconciliation between man and God with the prophetic. And we're thankful for Yeshua 
for doing that. So in the beginning, Brichette is the house of father where the son is and the son speaks. We will hear the son because the son speaks. Remember I said it's about the father's house. It's the son's kingdom. We will hear the son because he's speaking in and from the father's house. So in the beginning, the father's son were communicating. The house is defined in Genesis 1.1. The house is, we're going to talk about the father's house. And we already talked about that in 2021 with Aleph. Now we're moving into the kingdom of God and the spirit's activity into the earth. So again, we're going to see all three of them. Elohim, we are three in one. They are one. While Yeshua is prominent, we cannot separate them. You see, we see the father, his house, and we see the kingdom, the son, and the nations choosing or not choosing alignment with both. That is key. You see, a picture of this biblically is when David was inaugurated as king by Judah and not Israel. David had already been anointed by Samuel before the people when Saul was king. He had already been anointed by the prophet priest Samuel. Then many years later, Judah recognized him as king and they anointed him. But it was some time before Israel humbled and submitted themselves and they were all one under both kingdom and house. You see, Yeshua talks about this and, we'll, and, and we we might get into this. Yeshua says a house divided will not sustain. It will not be sustained. A house divided. That's what Israel was. It was Judah and Israel. They were a divided people. We see this. It's not just here in the United States of America, although it's prevalent and prominent, but we see this across the nations. And what God wants to do is bring both his house and his kingdom together as one. And, and while there are, there are idiosyncrasies within both of them, it's one God, one spirit, one Lord, one faith baptism. I wish somebody would clap their hands and truly get that. We are not to be a separated. Listen to me. The bride, because that's what's coming in the future. The bride is not a, a divisive, divisional, separated people. It is a joined, merged people who have known how to lay down their individualities and have come into alignment with house and kingdom, sitting aside differences. But they also know their individualistic nature. For instance, what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, if you're an arm, you're an arm. If you are an ear, you're an ear. If you're a main artery, you're a main artery. If you're blood, you're blood. See, we all play a role in the body of Christ, but it's these roles that are individual that makes up the whole, the house and the kingdom. Are you following me? Are you getting what I'm saying? So hearing from the house of God is the voice of the shepherd. 
And the voice of the shepherd is who? Well, we talk about that. Well, scripture talks about that. Excuse me. We learn about that in John 10. He is the shepherd. He's the great shepherd of the sheep. We are the sheep of his pasture. Yeshua is our shepherd. Now, I mentioned this several times already about hearing the son and seeing the spirit. In 2022, what I heard and sensed is, and that's what the insights is about. Insights for me is a hearing and a sensing blended together for me to come out and share what I can prophetically forecast by the spirit as an insight into what might be occurring and what might happening, what might happen. So prophets will continue to hear as they always have. Remember the key example I gave was about Samuel and Samuel is so prophetic of what 2022 should look like. I introduced Samuel to you all as prophet priest. It's not separate. I introduced myself to you all as both teacher and prophet. Prophets will continue to hear. But I am sensing that the role and the call of the intercessor, the intercessor especially, but also intercession, intercessors are going to be, or excuse me, they are supposed to be at the forefront in 2022. Now it's a choice. Intercessors, you will be called. Many are called, but few are chosen. So you want to make sure you are the chosen. You will be called and you can't say, well, I've been there, done that. Or you can't say, I want to advance. And many new recruits are going to be called. When you get that nudge, when you get that pull, whatever it may look like, whatever it may, may sound like, let the spirit of God lead you into it and you respond to it. So intercession is at the forefront of 2022 and we don't truly understand the value and not just the power you see power is the effect it's not the root the authority of intercession intercession carries authority and that's what we need 2022 is a year of authority again power is the effect of the cause so quite naturally if we are in authority and we are exuding and demonstrating authority, there should be the effect of the cause because that is a, both a spiritual and natural principle, cause and effect. Get an authority, power is released. Amen? So prophets are going to continue to hear and they will continue to prophesy, but there's going to be such a purity in the prophetic. And you want to make sure that, as Isaiah said, that it's 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 not even so much about asking. And yes, I, I believe that we should ask. I'm not forbidding you not to ask, but I believe there's also going to be an invitation. And, you know, some things are automatic. Some things are not. Let God be God. Let him reveal Let him do what he's going to do. We might need to ask that. Do you hear my language and jargon that I'm using this time around? It's specific. Might. Could supposed to should understand that and that's how intercession works quite often and that is also an element of prophecy of the conditions we have choices free will because god 
is not controlling. But some things are automatic, so you can expect to have an invitation, prophets, of a cleansing of our tongues, of our palates, and it's a good thing. It's just us being reproved and corrected. So we welcome the refining. We welcome the piercing. It stings. It's tough. We don't want to go through it, but it's all for the glory of the son because it's about a king and his kingdom. Another thing I want to share about Genesis 1-1, the history of the father and the son, is that we should look for ways to be made that could never be made before because that's what happened in the beginning. History, Genesis 1-1. Look for things to be created from nothing. Also, some might call this creative miracles. We shall see. Continue with the history of the father and the son or his story. And no, that's not some cheesy or corny line. It's not jumping on the bandwagon of something in yesteryear. That is true. It is his story still. You see, one thing the Spirit of God revealed to me about the book of Revelation, and I am, understand me, although I am a teacher, and if I got the assignment from Holy Spirit to actually do something on eschatology, I will do it and do it extremely well. But that's not my ministry. It's not my lane or vein. However, when the Spirit gives me revelation, and when I'm speaking of the Spirit, I'm speaking of Holy Spirit, because I recognize that there are other spirits and another spirit and there are other gods people worship. So I usually and I'm specific to call his name Yahweh, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, most high God. But what people usually don't understand about that is. That he is eternal the book of revelation is neither a futuristic book nor is it a past book the book of revelation is all encompassing of past present and future and i think that's why so many people are confused by that book and why there's so many mis interpretations and misnomers about the book of revelation because history is still being written although it has already been written are you following me i know it's confusing because that's how it works get into the spirit you see we're never going to understand 2022 or i'm sensing even anything beyond if we don't get into the spirit we got to get into the spirit so just invite him holy spirit we invite you to come and give us understanding and instruct us and enlighten us. We welcome the spirit of wisdom to teach us and to instruct us. It's that simple. The history, Genesis 1-1, the father and the son. So for 2021, we discussed already that it was the year of Aleph, which is primarily of the father, but it was also called Aleph Bet. So it was joined. The father and the son were joined. And while the father nature of the Godhead was primarily represented in that year, both the son and the spirit were there too, which we've already mentioned. Now, Aleph is silent, which signifies Holy Spirit who brings no praise to himself. But Holy Spirit reveals the father through the son. So you see, all three of them were represented 
2021, just as they will be here in 2022 as well, even though at the forefront, we will hear the son and see the spirit. And I left is primarily representative of the father, even though I just gave the example of I left being similar to the spirit because we cannot separate them. In 2022, we're going to see similar traits. Bet means house, but bet also means son. This is a year reflected mainly of the son, S-O-N, who is Yeshua. Lastly, bet is also synonymous with family. So family is extended from 2021 into 2022. Remember 2021, I prophesied about the father's house. So house there is a family. You see, the father, Yahweh, is dad. He's daddy. He's Abba. He is a family man. John 3.16 tells us that God gave us his son. He sent his only begotten son, his one and only son. He is father. That's why we can call him Abba Father through the spirit of adoption. So we're thankful for that. We see in Genesis 1, 1, father, son, the history of father and son, his story. That's what it's all about in Holy Spirit, God and earth, God and you and me. If you are saved, sanctified and filled with Holy Spirit, you are a part of that story from Genesis 1, 1 until the story is finished being written. Amen. Do you see how cool that is? But family in 2022, although it's similar and it's extended from 2021, it's going to be different in 2022. It might look like an extension. So you might want to check your bulb in 2022 that family is not always relevant to blood. And we might talk about that a little later. Here's the breakdown of Genesis 1.1. God, the head of the house, appointed his son over all kingdoms. And in the beginning of time, they, father and son, created the heavens and the earth. That's my translation of Genesis 1.1. We're being brought into his story or history. Again, that's not cliche. Abba is inviting us to come and look into his story of history history of the beginning and see what it was. So 2022 is about us going back to the beginning. It is a unique and interesting year. It is past, present, and future. I don't want you to sit there and go like, oh, but we're moving forward. We're progressing. I don't want to go back. But it's not that. That's why it's unique and interesting. It's past, present, and future. You see, they move. That's why God is not in our mindset, our frame of time space. It's We can't even comprehend how something can be past, present, and future. You know, I remember when I was young and I would watch cartoons and cartoons would be at that time, I didn't think it was. I thought it was quite dumb, to be frank. But as I grew older, it was very progressive and intelligent. And cartoons would have past and future blended in the present. And I didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, this is really dumb. That, those were the best words I can come up with as a child, you know, th to express what I thought of it. Until I fully understood 
what was going on. Well, that is how it is now. And many of us today, even as adults, even as learned scholars in the spirit, as many of us call ourselves, we don't understand those elements of past, present and future. Daniel, the book of Daniel, the the mid to latter chapters are perfect examples, illustrations, the book of Revelation. Then you also have David's life, particularly as a king, when he is both anointed by Judah and Israel, and he is inaugurated finally as king over all or both kingdoms. David is picturesque of blending past, present, and future. So yes, it's a thing, and yes, it does happen, and we're going to have to jump in and tap into what he is doing and what he wants, because what? It's about a king and his Thanks for tuning in. I pray you're blessed and edified, and that you go forward understanding that your story has been spoken of for ages, a part of his story, Genesis 1-1, since the beginning, the Father, Abba, and the Son, S-O-N, Yeshua, have been speaking about you. Blessings upon blessings.